0: This message comes from NPR sponsor Bluehost, introducing Wondersuite. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few questions and get a unique, customizable WordPress website or store right away. Go to bluehost.com slash Wondersuite.
1: Live from NPR News, I'm Dale Wilman. The U.S. Central Command says the Air Force and Navy conducted airstrikes in Iraq and Syria overnight. As NPR's Quill Lawrence reports, the military action came in response to a drone strike last Sunday in Jordan that killed three U.S. Army reservists and wounded dozens of other people.
2: CENTCOM said more than 125 airstrikes hit 85 targets in Iraq and Syria, destroying facilities and munitions that belonged to Iran's Revolutionary Guard Corps' Quds Force and their allied militias. U.S. officials suggested more airstrikes and other actions will come later. The attack on the U.S. base in Jordan was the deadliest for U.S. troops in the Middle East for at least a decade. President Biden had promised retaliation, though he's made clear he does not want Israel's war with Hamas, an Iranian ally, to spark a regional conflict. These airstrikes came just hours after Biden and the First Lady attended a ceremony at Dover Air Force Base in Delaware to bear witness as the bodies of the three fallen soldiers arrived home. Quill Lawrence, NPR News.
1: Much of Southern California is preparing for a major rainstorm that officials say could rival the damage left behind by Pacific Hurricane Hillary last August. Los Angeles Mayor Karen Bass is advising residents to get everything they need ahead of time and to stay off the roads while it's raining. And I am confident we will weather this storm because once again the city is preparing. We are informing and we have confidence that Angelinos will come together and take common-sense precautions. The storm is expected to hit on Sunday, just days after a similar storm hit the same region. The United Nations top court will hear a case about Russia falsely using genocide law to justify invading Ukraine nearly two years ago. As NPR's Veronica Kissus reports, this is one of many legal cases Ukraine has brought against Russia.
0: This case centers around the 1948 Genocide Convention. Ukraine filed it with the International Court of Justice in The Hague just days after Russia's full-scale invasion almost two years ago. The Kremlin had claimed Ukraine was persecuting and killing ethnic Russians in eastern Ukraine, an allegation the Ukrainians say is not based on any credible evidence. Instead, Ukraine argues, Russians concocted allegations of genocide to justify their invasion on on February 24, 2022. Earlier this week, the court ruled that Russia failed to protect the Ukrainian language in schools in occupied Crimea in Ukraine's south. Joanna Kekesis, NPR News, Kyiv.
1: 2024 started off with a bang on the jobs front. The Labor Department says 353,000 jobs were added in January. That number is twice what economists were expecting and offers the latest sign of the economy's continuing ability to shrug off the highest interest rates in two decades. The unemployment rate, meanwhile, remained at 3.7 percent, just above a half-century low. You're listening to NPR News. Train engineers in Europe are expanding their work stoppages and, as Willem Marks reports from London, rail passengers in Britain are now facing more than a week of disruptions.
3: Some UK train drivers are refusing to work overtime, while many more at dozens of train companies will fully walk off the job during nine days of rolling strikes. It's a fresh blow to Britain's privatised transport network that's faced significant workforce anger over pay, working conditions and safety. UK train and bus network strikes have lasted more than a year amid high levels of inflation. But this week's train driver strikes are the first to occur after the introduction of new government legislation designed to ensure workers in key roles offer a minimal level of service. One of Britain's private train companies announced it would seek to use that legislation's new powers, then cancelled that plan in the face of sustained opposition from unions who described it as forced labour. For NPR News, I'm Willem Marks in London.
1: Actor Carl Weathers has died. The former NFL linebacker turned to acting when his football career ended and starred as Apollo Creed in the Rocky movies. In a post on Instagram, co-star Sylvester Stallone said the news of Weathers' death was difficult for him to fathom.
0: I'm just trying to hold it in because Carl Weathers was such an integral part of my life, my success, everything about it. I, I give him incredible credit and kudos because when he walked into that room and I saw him for the first time, I saw greatness.
1: Weathers also acted in other movies as well as some television shows. Carl Weathers was 76 years old. I'm Dale Willman, NPR News.